Hey everybody, Superfan Giovanni here. Welcome to Classic Love Line, episode 471 from July 20th, 1997. Starting off a new week with a Sunday night show with no guest. Adam and Drew open the show once again thanking Julie, a listener who sent in their new chairs. Adam goes on a mini rant about not wanting to share the chairs with Tom Likas and Casey Kasem, who both broadcast from the same facility. This episode starts uh, without the intro music, and they go right into a call from a woman regarding the dreaded happies. And once again, this is another newly recovered Kevin tape. It's actually the first time we've ever had a portion of this file in the archive. And now you're hearing intact. Sans intro, pretty much intact. As per usual, this is recorded in 1997. Some of the medical advice may be out of date. Please consult your own physician or contact Dr. Drew and Mike Catherine on our current day love line. 1-800-LOVE-191. Listener discretion is advised. You can follow us on Twitter at Podcast One, on Facebook, Podcast One as well, and PodcastOne.com, the home of all your favorite podcasts. Mahalo and get on. The following program is a PodcastOne.com production. From the uh, lovely Kentwood office furniture. You know, I was just over at Staples Office Supply today, and yeah. I was walking around, and I was perusing the chair section, and I was eyeballing what they had for the 200, 250 range. Didn't come close yeah, that's right. to the ones uh, she sent over here. Yeah. I was looking at those going, geez, these things got to be 15 grand. She sent it from Itasca, Illinois. <laughs> Anyway, she sent me a great article on uh, drug use and stuff from her local paper. So. What a woman. All right, the point is, is uh, see what you get. See what the squeaky wheel gets. If we left it up to those uh, a-holes at Westwood 2, we'd be sitting on apple crates right now instead of our beautiful, lush uh, leather thrones that we're both in. And the only thing that um, hurts me over this whole thing is that other Westwood 2 employees actually get to sit on the chairs that we fought so hard to get. As a matter of fact, I'm sure uh, Tom Likas and Casey Kasem have sent thank you notes off to the uh, brass at Westwood, too, thanking them for the new chairs and equipment in the uh, in the uh, studio, and I'm sure they've never set them straight on it. I really would like to do... I'd, I'd like to... Uh, I've I got to spread some of my own fecal matter on this chair. <laughs> now, wait a second. Tom stands. Tom stands and up. And Casey has his own chair. Casey has his own chair? Yeah. They, they, they move a chair in there for him. Really? Yeah. My chair's not good enough for Casey Kasem? <laughs> no, your chair's off limits. Oh, everyone. it is? Yeah. See, All, right. Right. All right. All right, Mike. I'm trusting you, buddy. What That's about the... Drew's chair? Any of Casey's I, I, I usually sit in that throughout the day. All right. That's, all That's right. cool. Like a mother hen uh, sitting on That's an right. egg. I like that. All right. Uh, that's what I'd like. I'd like day laborers occupying my chair uh, the 22 hours a day that I'm not in it. We'll pay them uh, six fifty an hour. It'll be well worth it. Keeping it warm. All right. Uh, <laughs> work in my chair. Uh, how do you say that in Spanish, Drew? Yes, you're quite the man. Amanda, 21. You're on Loveline. Yes, I have herpes. and What I, do we call the herpes, Amanda? What do we call them? Mm-hmm. A pain in the ass. All right. And what else? We haven't made a point about this in a while. It's true. The happies. The happies? Sure. I have not heard of the happies. What would you rather be stricken with, herpes or happies? Happies. Oh, there you go. Pretty okay, much. so you have what? I have the happies. Thank you. And my boyfriend has them now, and sure. I was under the assumption that he would not get them if I didn't have a breakout. That is uh, a incorrect assumption. And, okay. Uh, you are living proof how incorrect that is. It was. makes some degree of sense, but it is not uh, medically yeah, it, right. sound. It, it is not as contagious as when you have an outbreak. Okay. And, and, it, it's, and it's kind of unpredictable. I mean, some people mm-hmm. are not contagious when they are not having an outbreak. But for the most part, at some point, without an outbreak, people will 
excrete viral particles and be infectious. True. Okay. Uh, hold on a second, Amanda. Is there okay. any way, are they working on any kind of test, any sort of thing where, uh, remember we were talking earlier today about uh, some sort of test to see if a woman is ovulating? Right. We, what, what we, were talking, we, we invented a test. We want a urine uh, test. We. I did. I did. You brought up the idea. I invented the specifics of the idea. Yeah. <laughs> you said that'd be nice. You didn't no, invent you anything. Said, you said uh, to tell a woman ovulates. And I said, no, no, no. What you want to know is when there's a viable egg present in the tube. That's what you want to know. And so there should right, be ways that, of testing. If you let that. me finish, that's what I was about to say. But yeah. the point is, is, is there any kind of test uh, that uh, is in the works? Let's say some sort of... Um, uh, uh, Piece of piece of medicated paper that one could clamp down on or wipe across the lips or something to see if there was the presence of any virus. Right. Uh, uh, that's a, another good idea, but I I don't think there's anything that would be easily available that would. I mean, you you need such little uh, amount of virus present to be contagious that uh, I really don't think there'd be such a test available. Okay, Amanda. Hey, so now he has it. Okay. Yep. Excuse me a second, Amanda. Uh, Adam and I are having a problem. We're spending too much time together. I know. We're, we're getting on each other's nerves. You know you're spending too much time together when you start inventing stuff. No, not only that, but we're, we're like, you're yelling at each other now. We're, we're yelling more than we usually do. Well, all that's right. all right. All right. And also, I'm pregnant now. Oh, boy. And will my child get it? Well, no, not during pregnancy, but there's a chance during delivery. Uh, so your obstetrician will be observing, watching very carefully. We used to think that uh, that risk was really substantial. It's not as much as we want at time thought, but very often, depending on the situation, uh, a cesarean section will be recommended to prevent the infection. Even if there's delivery. no breakout, well, it, it's controversial. I mean, it's sort of it gets rubbed on. It's like when the car, you know, when you go to a car wash and the car's making its way out the conveyor belt, and at the very end, there's all those strands of cloth hanging yes. down. To yes. sort of, it's like that, right? Yes. It's pushed That's right through those. That's right. If there was some. There were bird crap on that cloth that would be dragged along That's the hood right. of the car. That's right. And and you know, Amanda, that you tend to excrete virus even when you know, don't have symptoms. So in your case, I'd be, I would wish you to be very cautious, okay. which means a cesarean section would be a reasonable option. All right? Okay. Uh, you married to this guy? Um, no, I'm not. Mm-hmm. You going to get married? Well, probably down the road. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. Well, you, know, you know, kid is nothing. Uh, marriage is a big commitment. That's sort of what we're saying. Well, there's certain responsibility. Yeah, with marriage. Yeah. And the kid, that's, Well, it's know. marriage is forever, is it, is it not, Amanda? Yes, it is. That's what I believe. And you don't want to uh, walk in anything haphazardly. No. I mean, you want to no. make sure you're committed. Exactly. Yeah. I want to make sure. Uh, Amanda, uh, multiply by that a factor of 10 to the third, and that's child-rearing. Well, well, the kids, you know, the kid's a kid. Kid be up out, you know, he'll be out playing with his friends by the time he's eight. Come on, Drew. But the marriage, oh. that is the commitment in life. What are people thinking? What if the marriage goes wrong? Then what, Drew? You deal Please, with it. anyone can raise a kid. Right, Amanda? Yes, anyone can. Okay, Amanda. there you go. Ama- Amanda. Amanda, wake you need, up. Uh, you need more kids, right? Well, no. Oh, no. Okay. Okay. Good luck to you. Weren't we just talking about this, Drew? Oh, please. 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 What do you say to that? <laughs> or she's not ready to get married. That's a pretty big commitment. But having the kid? Well, that's... Well, all right. The kid is the kid's the kid, Drew. Right, but here, the marriage the takes right. a big chunk of time out of someone's schedule. Right. There is the planning. No, here, uh, you got to buy the planning, cake. Here's the planning. Uh, the planning not to now, mention the honeymoon. Come on, Drew. Uh, having children is no longer a right. It's a privilege. It's a privilege. 
Right. We're going to have testing for it and uh, screening. <laughs> really? Come on. Come on. Hey, Amanda. Yes. Uh, how far along are you? Three months. Have you mm-hmm. ever thought about adoption? Um, actually, I have. Good for you. Here's my thing. Is it is it young young people? Everybody is thinking about having when they think about having kids. They think, oh my God, I would be so attached to that child. How could I give it up? Mm-hmm. Rather than thinking, how can I do what is best for that child? Not for the hell with my feelings. The child's what's important here. And if you're not ready to raise a child, find somebody who's there's tons of adoptive parents out there, extremely qualified, and would be excellent parents. If you want to do what's best for the child, do what's best for the child. And I don't care about your own feelings so much. Unfortunately, that's that's the harsh reality. All right, Amanda. Thanks a lot. I'll give you $10 if you put the kid up for adoption. Oh, all right. All right. I, I swear to God, I think uh, with our listeners, um, you throw in, let's uh, see, you go like uh, 85 bucks, a uh, case of Mountain Dew, and a couple of Snicker bars. I think we could talk a lot I, of them out of their kids. I think you'd have a few free passes at the video store, and then you'd be in. Oh, this would be the greatest program ever. Uh, let us buy your let us buy your infants, Drew. Could you imagine? I really think we could. You, you picture you got a lot of sixteen, seventeen, and of course, would be nothing. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, two free passes to Blockbuster. Yeah, uh, some sort of tote bag. They're always throwing in a tote bag. Wherever you go, there's a uh, tote bag. Uh, usually usually the goodies come in the tote bag. We would put the uh, Blockbuster passes inside the tote bag. And, uh, you know, some cash, 85 bucks. Uh, like I said, some snacks. Uh, young, dumb people can't say, can't say no to snacks. Dorito, Snapple. Yeah, but we got appeal to the young, dumb folks. So I'm guessing... Uh, Mountain Dew. Oh, oh, you can't say that. Oh, I can't say that. No, well, but thank you uh, for saying it, Drew. Ed, 23. Hello there. How you doing? Oh, good. Uh, my problem is I'm becoming obsessed with picking up prostitutes. Uh-huh. Financially. Oh, and, okay. And I'm acting on impulse, and uh, I get nervous when I do it, and I end up doing it anyways, and I regret it later. Uh-huh. And, uh wonder what advice you had for me to stop this impulsive behavior. Uh-huh. Uh, do, uh, describe some of these prostitutes. Uh, do they have a um, anus the size of a mason jar? A what? <laughs> True. Eh? Don't you think that's who we're talking to? Yeah, I think that's who we're talking to. Nate? What, the, what is that? All right. Uh, Ed. Yeah. Uh, how many prostitutes do you pick up a week? Uh, well, last week I just I did two. Two? Yeah, mm. expensive ones. How much? Well, $200 an hour, and mm-hmm. I did it in another city. My company gave me, like, expense money for fuel, and I ended up blowing all the money on that, and then I didn't have enough money. For $400 that. for fuel to go to another, co- another city? That's well, let's just say I work for a drive-away company. I'm expected to drive vehicles all over the country. Oh, okay. So my expense money, that was for fuel and food and stuff. I blew it on, on prostitutes. Oh, I oh, see. Food now, too. Yeah. All right, so... You didn't need for three days. What'd you eat? Well, I know uh, what he ate for a half hour, but uh, what'd you? Uh, what else did you eat? Yeah, just just cheap stuff. But okay, I had to call my mom and have her wire me money there, and mm-hmm. and replace some of the. You know, I had to save the receipts, and I had nothing to show for it. Right, I understand. Now, Ed. Yeah. Uh, what does the average prostitute cost? You know, if you just pick a cheap, dirty one off the street, you know, it's, that's just like forty or fifty bucks for just regular intercourse. Mm-hmm. Oral is, you know, 20 bucks. Really? 
but I've been calling like escort services and going up north to Vegas and paying two hundred, two fifty an hour. Uh huh. And I'm nervous as hell when I do it, but after I'm done doing it, you know, I feel great. Uh huh. It's affecting me, and I don't know him you know, because I'm not. I don't have good luck with women and all. So. How long has this been going on? This whole uh, chasing of prostitutes. About two years now. Ever since my old lady left me. Mm-hmm. I don't have any confidence anymore, so this is just an easier way. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Drew? Uh, I think it's the, it's the bogus call that we have all the time. Well, why are really you so? Because I know the voice, but let's let's answer it as though it's not. Uh, all right. Um, because I, by the way, the bogus caller, I, I do believe he, he's somebody that would know a lot about prostitutes, so it doesn't surprise me he knew all the details. Well, the guy does live in uh, Tucson. Tucson, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, but look, if if he is acting out compulsively sexually. There's a couple ways. I mean, it's, it's actually pretty complicated. One of the ways he can deal with it, if he's really troubled with the compulsiveness of his behavior, is to contact an organization called SA, or Sex Addicts Anonymous, SA, um, where he can get a group of people, be, get support from a group of people who've been through similar kinds of compulsions and uh, figure out how he can be aided through this. There's a whole process you can go through. Uh, if, I got a yeah, cheaper, easier way. Uh, it's called whacking off. Yeah, just stop if you can. Uh, yeah. W O. Uh, and he's certainly putting himself in harm's way. I mean, God knows sexually transmitted diseases are a serious issue if you're uh, frequenting prostitutes. And judging sure from his a... voice, uh, the ladies are putting themselves in harm's way yeah, as well. It could be. Uh, but, it, you know, it, and it may be some, uh, you know, act of aggression that uh, he will, you know, until he finds somebody else to uh, glom onto, he's going to be too angry and uh, self-deprecating uh, to get out of this pattern. Never been with a prostitute, Drew. I know that surprises many listeners. No, it doesn't surprise me. Doesn't? No. You uh, have you ever been with prostitutes? No. Uh, not not even this week or anything. Not even no. Mm, I don't okay. Ever. Uh, well, I I uh, I dabbled in prostitution in Tijuana when I was sixteen, but I wouldn't uh, typify that as a. That was on stage, though. That was on stage. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, at that point, it just becomes a live sex act. Uh, but I, I hardly call it prostitution. It's like uh, if you're making a, a porn film, you're a porn actress. You're not a prostitute. Uh, yeah. You see. Mm, see. Scott. I'm glad we clarify these uh, hey, 22. Good. Important issues. Um, basically, I'm calling because uh, I'm getting kind of scared. Um, having intense spells of homicidal rage towards an ex-girlfriend who betrayed me very badly. What happened? Um, <clears throat> it's kind of a long story, but... Basically, after three years of dating, um, we broke up because she decided a TV show was more important than me. And then... Uh, well, hold on. What show was it? Uh, shush, shush. What show was it? Oh, Babylon 5. Oh, no. But no, that's, an, was, that's an insult. Right? That night, I went to um, uh, some friend's house to hang out, you know, and chill out. I was kind of upset. And um, I ended up finding out that she had been telling her dear friends for, like, the last year that she was planning on breaking up with me. When at the same time she was asking me for a promise ring, mm-hmm. and uh, it goes on from there. Mm-hmm. Um, then when I tried to confront her about it, uh, she denied it, mm-hmm. and I felt comfortable with her denial because everything I had heard to that point was third party. Uh-huh. But then uh, later on that month, um, I had the opportunity to ask her friends directly, and they confirmed that in fact she had been doing this, and that she had also said some other things. Hold on a second, Scott. You got change for I a time? I don't have change. Put it yeah. down there. I'll give you change if I win. If it change? Yeah. Take no, what do you got betting on now? Um, I don't know. Drew went for the wallet about halfway into the call. Scott, Scott. Uh, n- not a good sign. On uh, Scott. Okay. On Scott. Um, well, can I finish? 
Uh, hold on a second, Scott. Hold on. I think we're going to do some gambling. Hold on. I would say Scott was badly physically abused. Badly physically abused. Mm. Ew, you can hear by his voice. Mm. And the amount of rage and the kind of acting out planning he's doing. It's, uh, How do you know what kind of planning he's pl- doing? Plus, it's, he said he wants to kill her. Well, I'm having homicidal rage. Did you hear those words? Well, uh, the guy's got to say something to get on the air. And, uh, you know, it's all all that uh, her, 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 her. It's the man stuff again. All right. I am, uh, my bet is uh, not uh, badly physically abused. Okay. What What do you think? Uh, I'm going with just, um, uh, just kind of uh, idiot guy. <laughs> I'm going with uh, idiot guy syndrome. No, it doesn't wash. Oh, that's what I'm going with. Yeah. All right. Scott. Yeah. What's going on with you? Uh, did your dad ever hit you? Uh, nope. No? No. Anybody ever hit you? Uh, not unless you count, like, you know, a normal spanking hitting. Not really. How much spanking hitting? No. No? Uh, How much normal spanking hitting? Uh, you know, typical, you know, take out the trash, you know, whatever kind of stuff. That's not typical, Scott. Well, I mean, uh, you know, it wasn't until, like... It was so young. It was nothing. It was, you know, it was. Uh, that's when it's most impactful. Scott, I can see my dollar slipping away. Uh, did you have any stepdads or anything? Oh yeah, my mother was married three times. So three times. Yeah. Uh, any of those guys whack you? Uh no. Huh? Who was hitting you? Uh, nobody really hit me. I mean, you know, I had that uh, occasional uh, confrontation, but it was always vocal, never physical. Always what? It was always vocal, you know. Verbal, never, never physical. Nobody ever physical. What about the take out the trash stuff? Oh, that was. I'm just saying, like you know, when you're younger and you forget to do a chore or something, you know, and and what would they do to you? Oh, uh, you know, it's just typical stuff, you know. Scott, uh, that's not typical. It's not typical. That is atypical. That is abuse. What would they do to you? I don't know. Just like you know, a hand to the backside or something, you know. Okay, that's not normal. Mm, I'm going for normal because I want that buck. Yeah, but Scott. Yeah. Relax for a second. You're a pretty high-strung guy. Now, just listen. Uh, I'm trying to relax. All right. Uh, please, take, take take a breath. Okay, ready? <sighs> that was the tensest breath I, I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. I'm surprised you didn't crack a tooth there, Scott. <laughs> All right, but here's what we're saying. In your estimation, were you ever physically abused so or his his denial is massive you that's why i was counting on yeah, i know you are I, so just don't don't I know even, where to put my money no, no don't no. even ask the question where's, where's daddy now is dad around which which dad yeah uh, the dad that spanked you uh well actually it was never my dad that, that spanked me i asked you if your stepdad oh it was your mom yeah, it, was my, it was my father yeah my stepfather yeah I asked you if it didn't. I oh, ask. No, it wasn't my stepfather; it was my mom. You, hey, right, you win. It's the stupid right. guy. Oh, stupid, yeah. guy syndrome. stupid guy syndrome. I right, thank you, Scott. <laughs> Scott made the greatest uh, argument for my stupid guy theory uh, ever. I could have. No, really, I'm not a stupid guy either. All right, but listen. First, your dad hit you. Uh, th- I asked you, did your stepdads hit you? Uh, no, they didn't. Uh, then it was back to your dad. Okay, then your stepdad. Was- now your mom hit you. Okay, but when you said stepfather, you know, I was implying simply parents, you know, parental, not really. I didn't really. Uh-huh. That's reason. why I said step in front of father. But all right, so who hit you ultimately? Uh, let's see. My mother spanked me occasionally, you know, when I was younger. You know? All right, so it was it was your mom. Uh, yeah. Mm. I mean, but like I said, that stuff was young, so it was no big. Uh, Scott, when you're young, is when, I don't I don't consider myself physically abused at all. When you're young, okay. that's when that stuff has its greatest impact. Okay, well, listen, his mom gave him a little spanking once in a while. That does uh, not uh, uh, hardly uh, makes a uh, homicidal maniac. All right, so your girlfriend did you wrong, Scott? 
And yeah. you, you can't get over it. Well, she seriously betrayed me on levels that you can't even imagine. She, like, went out of her way. All right, all right. Just, just the way Dad uh, did. Just the, the way Mom did. Just, the, okay. this, is, uh, this is what can happen in relationships, Scott. Now, why don't you take a little responsibility for hooking up with somebody who would betray you? Okay, maybe that wasn't so smart, okay? But she won't even allow me to confront her. All right, because she's, cause she's done. She's a, she's a bitch, Scott. Uh, she'll be miserable her whole life. And by the way, why you'll would some... be miserable your whole life if you do something stupid and yeah. end up in jail. If you're if if she's a, a has a sense that you have a homicidal rage, why would she want to be anywhere in the same county with you? Well, it, I never point, felt Scott. that before. She did, she 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 told me, or she she wouldn't allow me to confront her. You know. All right, uh, Scott. Let's concentrate on you fault, for a second, fault, Scott. Scott, what do you do for a living? Uh, I work with computers. Really? Yeah. What do you do? Like, uh, drive a forklift and stack computers? No, I don't want to get into too much detail, but I, you know, I, I'm college educated. I have, you know, a, a nice job. Really? Yes. Hmm. So your, your dumb theory, you know, doesn't really count. Well, listen, Drew's got a nice education too. It doesn't mean anything to me. <laughs> it's got no sense of the real world. Scott, here's what you need to do: L- learn to let go a little bit. You're going to kill yourself. You're going to die of a coronary at 37 with all this inner rage. Well, I believe, you know, last time I saw it, right, uh, I started shaking so bad. I think I actually saw, like, a flash of light. I ground my teeth, you know, harder than I've ever ground my teeth before. I just, I was so scared that I was going to do something that I regretted. All right. So stay away from her, Scott. You're a little bit shaky. He he needs help. He really does. All right. What should he do? If you really want to help yourself, it's not about this woman. Oh. It's just not about the one, but unfortunately you are completely fixed on the notion that it is. And it, it is about Scott. She's done. She's completely done. She hurt you. But if you want to get help with managing your feelings, which are so overwhelming and so unpleasant and really potentially destroying your life, I mean, uh, rage will destroy you. Uh, get some help with that. Please get some help with that. that, that uh, you know, uh, Where? Where does it get help? And don't they have some kind of uh, pissed-off guy support group or no, something? They really don't. I mean, I, I would start with his, his family doctor and get a referral for somebody to talk oh, to. Oh, what that? The family doctor. No one has a family doctor, Drew. I had no... My family doctor was uh, uh, an Indian guy over at Kaiser who I, I couldn't pronounce his name. What are you, what are you talking about family doctor, Drew? Well, no one has him needs to see a psychiatrist or a psychologist. You were the last uh, family doctor. All right, uh, you want to sell the hell out of the next Here's uh, Lauren. I want to know if it's possible to fall in love with somebody the first time you see them. MeUndies.com. Love these guys. Wearing them right now. Well, not the guys, but the product. MeUndies.com. Underwear gets old fast. Skip the old saggy underpants. You don't need that. MeUndies.com. It is the most comfortable underwear you will ever wear. It just is. I don't know what they do great for working out too man it's good for working out two times softer than cotton fit perfectly don't ride up pulls moisture away so we stay nice and cool downstairs i wear them every day and it can't go back to the conventional weird cotton stuff just feels like you're wearing shorts under your pants now go to meundies.com forward slash adam you get 20 percent off your first order and free shipping so go big and you can save even more when you buy a pack You will not be disappointed in this product. It is simply awesome. They guarantee you're going to be happy or your first pair is free. That's MeUndies.com forward slash Adam. 
for 20% off. Hey, Loveline listeners, you get to bathe in her wisdom every week on this show. But did you know that you could soak up even more of her magic in her very own podcast every week? Yes! Topics include waiting for sex, orgasms, hand jobs, and a few others. Sex with Emily. Now that sounds like a good idea, doesn't it? What kind of psychosis is that? Listening to the podcast, I mean. Yeah, that. I'm okay with that because I'm open. Go to podcastone.com now and get in line. Woo! Oh, Woo! So good. That's podcastone.com. And uh, tomorrow night, we got uh, Young MC in here. And then uh, the following night, we got John Leguizamo. He's, uh, well, you know the guy. Done a ton of those movies. Everybody uh, but Drew's uh, knows him. He's done that movie. He just did that movie, uh, The Spawn, which uh, looks kind of cool. And, uh, oh, yeah, all kinds of guys. All right, Drew, uh, what's the matter with the cans there? They aren't working. Okay, phone number 1-800-LOVE-191, fax number 310-854-4455. I'm Adam Crow. Did they work? Short in that wire. drives me crazy. What's up with headphones? <laughs> Can't Did we get the... Uh, well, who's, who's, what do they do? Take the morons from uh, each uh, division? Like, uh, uh, they must take the dimmest bulbs over at Sony and put them in the headphone division. I don't know who makes yours. Sinizer. I know, I know, I know. Mine are Sony. And I know uh, that they take the uh, the special folks from Sony, and they, uh, uh, you guys are off TV sets and uh, and camcorders. Uh, we're putting you in the headphone division. <laughs> <laughs> and I think they just sit around and play with like uh, those uh, paddles with the elastic ball on it and a wind up beanie or something. I've never seen such crappy headphones in my life. Drew, you have uh, headphones made by that uh, uh, company that supported uh, the Nazis back <laughs> in the forties. And yours aren't worth a damn either. It's like headphones have a, a flight time or something, like a life. The afterwards, they're just done. You, you can wear them for like 87 hours, and that's it. They just Yours have been by. screwing up from the word go because you got the two. Uh, you got yeah. one coming off each year. That's yeah. a big mistake, yeah, Drew. Yeah, yeah. You need to work that out. And you got those specifically because they had that. I told no, you. No, no, it's mistake. because the, the fit around my ear. I like that. I don't like that. Lorna. Well, if you don't like it, then I better change my headphones. Well, ultimately, everyone should change over to what I like. Yeah. In a better world. Oh, yeah. Lorna, you're 20. Hi. Hey. Um, I know it sounds, like, really stupid, but um, I saw this guy for the first time about six months ago, seven months ago, and I saw him, and I never want to look at anyone else again. She found she found somebody to play one of her roles. Okay, she's she's, she's uh, casted a leading a leading character. Yes, but I moved away like two months after that. I moved like twelve hundred miles away. Mm-hmm. But I you know I tried to I broke everything. I mean I didn't even kiss the guy or anything. No, how, no. how old does Lorna sound? Lorna sounds thirteen. Yeah. No, <laughs> I'm twenty. Uh huh. But you sort of sound like a little girl. I've always been told that. Mm. I've always been told I sound like the little girl in old movies. It's a bad sign. Yeah, it's. it's... Well, anyways, and he's kept a, you know in contact with me. How did you meet him? I was a waitress. And how did he keep in contact with you? No, I met him and we went out. And we went out, you know. Oh, okay. And we were just friends. We didn't get that part. Did he know how into you, into him, you were? Yeah, I told him. No, oh, I bet that made him feel right at home. And. I suspect that he has another girlfriend. He won't, like... Mm-hmm. How old is he? 42. How old mm-hmm. is he? How old is he? He's yeah. 23. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, so he has another girlfriend. Well, I don't know for sure. Well, he's not that into you because you told him you were really into him and he didn't really respond, right? Well, he, I totally broke everything. I broke everything about two weeks before I moved. You broke everything? I mean, I didn't talk to him. I mean, friendships, I just never talked to him. Right. And then it, he calls me about after I moved there. Yeah, but you told him well before you cut everything off mm -hmm. that you were really into him, and he didn't respond in an appropriate way. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm hmm So he's not really interested. Well, now that I've moved back, he's... Uh, he so he's not really interested. No, now that I've moved back, he wants me to stay. So he's not really interested? Yeah. Oh, he is interested. He just doesn't, he says that he doesn't want to get, like, all, you know, get all close and then me move because mm -hmm. I, I'm moving. So again. he's showing restraint. Uh-huh. Hmm. Well, we found the only 23-year-old guy could show restraint. Hmm. What a coincidence. No. So he's pretty interested then. Is that what you're saying? Well, I think so in some ways. Yeah, in some ways. <laughs> but I really hope not because it's, like, definitely, you know, it's scary. Oh, you hope he's not interested. All right, well, then that's fine, because he's not. But I am. Oh, I thought you were hoping he wasn't interested. I, I'm hoping he's not for my sake, because I don't want to be a loser and just stay for some guy. Mm-hmm. All right. Where, uh, you already moved 1,200 miles away, Lorna? Yeah, and I hated it, and I came back. Oh, you are back now. Uh-huh. And you hated it because you were pounding for this guy? No, it just, it was in the middle of nowhere. Okay. And I'm used to city life. All right, where's this guy now? Why don't we give him a call? We'll find out if he's interested. He's at home. I just talked to him. He's at work. Mm -hmm. Well, we'll give him a call at work and find out whether he's interested. No. You just talked to him. I feel him. No. I you, don't. you don't want to find out whether he's interested? No. I uh, wonder why that is. No, no, no. It's, well, why don't we call him? All right, Lorna, here's the deal. Unless you Either, start dealing in reality, Lorna, we can't help. I just don't know, you know, if I should stay here. Uh, Lorna, reality. Truth. I know. Truth must prevail. Lorna, you ever, Lorna, have you ever had a boyfriend? Yeah, and it's like I was in love with the guy before. But, I mean, it's totally different. I was in high school. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've been what you call a player. I've done all that. And then it's like finally I agreed. I was never, I was just going to play him and hit him and go. And How old were you when you first had sex? I was 17. Anything Anything at all happened before that? No. Okay. Mm -hmm. Why is it you sound uh, trapped in some uh, arrested adolescence? Yeah. I don't know. I just, I want to, you know, slow down so bad. Uh-huh. And right. I've tried. Are you doing drugs or alcohol? No, nothing. I mean, I always said I'm crazy enough as it is sober, you know, not that I am. Um... No. no, I don't know. No, there may have been something to that last one, Lorna. Uh, Drew? Yeah. Uh, yep, we're going with yes. Yeah. No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, we think you are crazy enough. Yeah. So, all right, Lorna, the guy's not interested. Okay. Do you understand? You know good, that. I'm glad. Okay, good. Now you can move on. Okay. All righty. Yeah. There you Except go. Accept the truth. She casted that play. You just knocked the guy right out of that role. I know. Lorna was uh, casting a play, as uh, many of us do. We walk around through life uh, looking for potential uh, appliques. That's all we're doing. We're doing what, what word am I trying to think of? Uh, uh, auditioners. Yeah, but I wanted to say... Uh, uh, applicants. Applicants. Uh, thank you very much. 
Uh, uh, we're going to fill whatever role we need them to fill in our life. And and she, she found some guy. <laughs> this guy perfect for that role. I guarantee the guy barely knows her name. He's yeah. still calling Lorna Laura. And yeah, but he's still calling because he, he wants to have that there if he, if he <clears throat> needs it. Right. right. He is not interested. Uh, you will know when a guy is interested. And if you can't figure it out, then uh, you don't want the guy. Christian. Hi, guys. Hey, you're 28. Love the show. Love you. Thank <laughs> you. Got a, got a small problem. Um, about eight years ago, I met a girl. We crossed paths where she worked and I previously worked. She saw me once. Walked out of her life for about five and a half, six years. I went back over to Europe. Thought nothing of the encounter. Is her name Lorna? No, her name's not oh, Lorna. Okay. okay. Um, two and a half, three years ago, in the circle that I work in, we crossed paths again. And for the last two and a half years, we've been intimate. And she has a boyfriend the past eight years. Uh, she means a great deal to me. Like I... Like nobody could imagine. I've mm. asked other people about it, about the situation that I'm in. They say get out, but I care too much for this person. I'm not the one who sleep. I don't sleep around. I'm not saying she does. Uh, I don't pursue that. She doesn't have to. Um, <laughs> but she has. She has the boyfriend. She won't let go. But she tells me she's she's loved me. She loves me. I care for her immensely. Hmm. Um, a little piece of advice that uh, Godfather had given to me once. He said, if you ever sleep, if you ever. Take, make the decision to bet down with a girl. Ask yourself, is this the one you want to have your child with? Should that occur? Um, and she would be the one for me. All right, Christian. First off, let me say how refreshing it is to have this problem coming from a guy. Yeah. I don't believe we've ever heard yeah. heard it uh, uh, this way around. And not that it doesn't happen. Yeah. I'm just saying normally... This is a problem. If you just described the problem, yeah, it's usually you'd uh, give pretty heavy odds that this was a female yeah, calling yeah. in. And it's usually a married guy. Right. And so it's kind of nice that uh, women can be uh, maniacal as well. I'm, I'm, uh, it gives me hope for the future. <laughs> Except women, when they do this, uh, men, men tend this way. Right. Women, when they go this way, go for a reason. Yeah. I, wh here's what Drew is saying here, Christian, and please try to listen carefully. Right. Men, when men do this, it's almost in their biology. Correct. I mean, men can do what this woman is doing, be in a relationship, a long-term, steady relationship, and, and be fooling around on the side and really think nothing of it. And right. really love their first relationship. Right. And the biology, if you take a look at history and mist mistresses and whatnot, uh, men can do this. When a woman does it, it's, it's frightening right. because it's going against her biology. Yeah. And... Here's what I would say. A, you guys have been together for a long time, so uh, if she was going to break up with the guy, she would have already broke up with the guy. Here, here's the killer. She has not been intimate with him in the last two and a half years. So, uh, so she tells okay, you. Okay, so she's really... Oh, she tells me, yeah. All right, she's that much more screwed up then. Uh, B, uh, as I've said before, when, uh, when somebody uh, get, runs away with their mistress or uh, matronsness, right. <laughs> whatever your title is, that leaves a void. So you guys may, if she dumped this guy tomorrow and hooked up with you, there may be a few good years in there, but eventually she, she would do this again because this is what she does. She can't, she cannot have true intimacy. It, right. It's too, uh, it's painful. too overwhelming, too painful. So she has to keep it just a distant step away by involving herself right. with somebody. The only so. thing, the only card Christian has in his deck is the uh, icy cold one. He has to just 
back out and get out of there. Uh, he says to her, I'm, I'm tired of this. Uh, I love you, but I can't continue this way. Either you get rid of this man or you, or you don't, and, and, and I'm the, leaving. This will be the acid test. She'll see whether or not she really loves him or not. Because if she really loves him the way she says she does, she, she'd figure out a way to wrap up that other relationship. Right. People are cowards. People are scared. People have the feeling in the back of their mind. Oh, they'll tell you till they're blue in the face. Oh no, she loves me. No, no, she hasn't slept with a guy in uh, since uh, since the '68 Olympics in uh, New, Mex- in, uh, New Mexico, Mexico, Mexico City. She. Uh, oh no, she's uh, okay. Then why don't you tell her? Uh, listen, I'm leaving unless you dump the guy. Uh oh. Yeah. She may not go with me. That's right. Oh, she's so in love with you though. That's the only test. So, and here's what it does: it takes care of everything because you dump her if she does not dump the guy and go with you. Then you didn't want her anyway. She, well, that she wasn't ever going to leave. And wasn't ever going to leave and wasn't serious about you. And uh, and if she does go with you, you got her. If she doesn't, you're out. Solved. Be a man, Christian. Uh, that's why you have um, uh, stuff between your legs. All of my most sensitive areas. Hey, Dr. Drew. Yeah, Mike. I pretty much, uh, look, I never bought anything online in my life until I met my wife. Oh, and, seriously? Uh, now all I do is go to Amazon. Uh, yeah, I buy pretty much everything on Amazon. And if you want to support somebody that has an affiliate relationship with, with Amazon, you go to their website, you click through the Amazon banner, and at zero cost to you, Amazon shares some of the purchase price with the affiliate. Why are for- you being so nice about it and saying somebody with an affiliate relationship? You're right, Mike. I should be more specific. Forget an affiliate, some vague affiliate. Let's go to Podcast One where you can find the Loveline podcast, the Loveline page. Bookmark that page and just click through on the Amazon banner located at the top of the homepage. You can even use the Amazon banner if you're in Canada or the UK. makes it easy for all future purchases. Again, it is podcastone.com. Click on the Keep It Free banner to support Amazon and all the wonderful sponsors that make the show possible. Dr. Drew, phone number 1-800-LOVE-191, and it's back to the phones. We go Dave, 33. Hello. Hey. How are you guys doing? All righty. Uh, this is weird. I'm not on the air. Yes, you are. Oh, yeah? Because um, I'm listening to your... Dave, go right ahead. Ask your question. All right. <laughs> I got a bizarre question. Well, uh, you reach Drew at home. <laughs> Uh, I'm over here performing uh, oral favors for him. Uh, could you make it quick? Because uh, we got to go back. Uh, what's on the commish uh, tonight, Drew? It's no, popcorn hello. and Can cuddle night over Drew's house. Go, hello? Dave. Go. Listen, oh, come on. Uh, here's how you know you're on the air, everyone. Uh, Adam and Drew are talking at you simultaneously. You'll never find us talking together uh, anytime in, off of that. In the room together anywhere. Thank you. Go ahead. What's up? Well, I have a hey, You should have your radio turned down anyway. You shouldn't be comparing what's going on here with verse 3. Go ahead. What's up? Uh, where's Tabitha? Turn your radio down. Oh, for Christ's sake. No, uh, my question is, I have a bizarre thing going on in my life. Uh, it has to do with, like, domination fantasy, and, uh, and I feel that when I ask women out, that they make me feel ridiculous, and that they don't just want a traditional date. You know a date, like, you go to the drive-ins, like, happy days kind of date? Mm-hmm. What do they mm-hmm. want? Like they want, like it's that seems too corny. Mm-hmm. What do they want? What? What does Casper look like? Um, they make me feel like I'm being that. ridiculous. Try to try to use recalculus, please, Dave. Dave, what is up with you? Hello, Dave. I find you frightening. No. Thank God, I know you're calling from uh, some affiliate many miles away. <laughs> what do you do for a living, Dave? 
I'm an unemployed actor. Oh, boy. And uh, have you had any luck with the acting? No. Nope. No. Do you have any kind of work that you do when you're not, not acting? Uh, well, no. No. Uh, what do you do for money? Well, that's kind of private. What does that mean? I'm guessing gay porn, but, um, <laughs> well, he's a good-looking guy. He calls himself an actor. Dave. What? Are, are you drunk now? No. All I'm right. just a little nervous. I all never right, Okay. Anymore. All right. That's all right. It's just a... Like, in other words, I was in a bar. And mm -hmm. Let me But this is honest. I asked a girl if she wanted a... I said, uh, you want a sex slave? And then we were talking and talking and we were That's how drink. you walked up to her? Well, no, we, we had had some conversation. And then you came um, out with something ridiculous she, she said, like that. Uh, pass the peanuts, and then he came out with the uh, sex <laughs> Would you like a love slave? Yeah, and, and? She was amused. You know, she didn't accept the offer, but she was amused, and she just said, you know, no. But she was amused. I think and he's, so, uh, what is he's the point confusing you're to make? amusement with abject terror. Yeah, what is, what is the point you're trying to make? <laughs> this is a story you told us to make a point. What's the point? The point is that I don't know. I can't find normal love life, so I have to do things like that. Oh, boy. How did the... Hey, uh, what do you... What do you uh, what, is there some heroin going around the screener's room there uh, tonight? <laughs> What's going on in there? Must be some new catalog in a, or something. I have a domination fantasy. I don't have a normal fantasy. But, like I fantasize about other people having sex, not myself. I do that too. That's all right. I also have a big domination fantasy. I don't know. I'm not is into it, that. Is it all tied together? All right. When is the last time you had a girlfriend, Dave? It's been about a year. Mm -hmm. How long did that relationship go on? For like a month. Right. I'm what? not really calling that a girlfriend. I'm yeah. calling that three dates. When was your oh, last? Yeah, like an affair or something. Like when was your last girlfriend? I'm going to be honest with you. I never had one. Yeah. Yeah, Dave, Dave, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I've had very casual affairs, honestly. I don't know where to laugh or to cry. Dave, um, how sane would you say you are? <laughs> I'm very sane. I'm mm -hmm. very sane. Mm -hmm. uh, did you ever uh, suffer any trauma or abuse at the hands of anybody? Nope. I know, I, that's what you guys usually talk about, but no. You know. it, it's important to understand, how do you support yourself? You've got to tell us this, I mean, we don't know who you are. Tell, how do you support yourself? <laughs> well, it's sort of private, you know. That's, Dave, right. well, right, uh, that's it. That's okay. it. Sort of private. Oh, what a crackpot. Yeah. This guy is an asshole. Hey, thank you, Drew. Well, I mean, how can we assess the person if he's not giving us any information? Uh, uh, oh, it's, just, it's like talking yeah. to the Riddler. Yeah. Jamie. Yes. You're 21. Yes. Wow, look at you. Your breath of fresh air. <laughs> I hope so. Better than the last guy, huh? Oh, Jesus Christ. I didn't know where to begin with that guy. <laughs> My problem is that uh, it seems like if you treat a woman nice, they run away. But if you treat them bad, mm -hmm. they seem to be obsessive. I don't understand it. I've dated. Give us an example of what you've done. Uh, well, I mean, I've it's dated. It's sort of private, women. I know, but uh, give us an example. Okay. <laughs> we have to have information. Well, um,. Like some women, I would give them candlelight dinners. I mean, other stuff like that. But mm -hmm. and they they seem to run away from that, like run away from being treated nice. Mm -hmm. With the same woman? No, I mean I've done it for a couple different women. Oh, I but I only do it for women that I really care about. You're picking the wrong women. Am I? Yes. Well, well, now when you treat women like crap, it's usually the ones you don't care about. Well, I mean I don't care about them as much, and I mean basically I'm dating just to date them, just to feel 
Yeah, but the the, the other ones are sort of uh, frightened by your uh, feelings. You're, you're sort of uh, stuff's coming out all over the place, and they pick yeah. up on that, and they they're afraid that they've got somebody who's about to uh, uh, sort of attach them like some kind of a sucker fish, a uh, pilot fish, pilot on a fish. shark. Yeah. Uh, women love attention. Women love candlelight. Dinners, women love you to open the door. Yep. Women love flowers, but yep. they don't like the stench of desperateness. Uh, uh, it's not just, uh, well, of, of clinging. They don't, it's the clinging. The, uh, who clings, Drew? Yeah. Who? Yeah. Who, yeah, I ask you? Yeah, yeah. Desperate yeah. people. Yeah. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Desperation is not quite the right word, though. It sounds too negative. It's, it's uh, how about uh, overenthusiastic? <laughs> is that what it is? Needy. Needy. There you go. Yeah. Thank you. Well, I tell you, she's really on a roll. I'm glad I, we have a woman here monitoring our every word. Last week, uh, I believe she suggested calling. Uh, uh, the Virgin listener came in. Uh, now, uh, barely uh, three days later, and another suggestion. <laughs> and a clear you know one, what? A good because one. every time I get on the mic, you slam me. Well, oh, please, Anne. It's so true. Damn it. So, so it's someone went from Even though, Hang on. This, 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 buy it down, ho. <laughs> so, Anne, from, from a woman's perspective, what is it about neediness that is so unpleasant? Well, it's not that I'm needy. It's but, Jamie, that's what that they pick. I want to take care of. Jamie, quiet down. Quiet down. You need to take care of them. That's what needy is. Let's talk to Anne. And Women liked a man that they feel they could be comforted by, not that something they can always turn to. We still like to look at our man as the strong one. Right. And you guys, and because I've uh, I've made this cry a few times in my life and later on realized it was just BS. The guys who say, oh man, uh, how come nice guys can't get anywhere with women? Uh, how come women just want to be abused? How come these a-holes are the ones that are doing great with all the chicks? Uh, I've complained that way too. But really when it comes down to it, it is uh, you're you're needy, you're desperate, uh, clingy. What was the word, Anne? Uh, that Anne used? Needy, needy. Yeah. Um, why is it that if women want to be able to turn to the man to be taken care of? Why is it the guy that comes on with the desire to take care of someone? Why does that come off as needy? You know what he said? He says, "I want to take care of them," and you can imagine what he came out as. I'm going to save you. I'm going to rescue you. Why is it those guys? Uh, it's why, more of a pillar of strength. Yeah, you don't you don't want somebody to rescue you, really, do you? No, no, it's a pillar of strength. It's the same way why a woman shouldn't mother her husband. Because that way he... Hang on, Adam just uh, looks, quivered when you said that. No, I didn't quiver. I, I agree. I mean, I, I think I've always said this. What women want is a strong man who's able to be compassionate. Yeah, yeah empathic. Yeah, who, who's, who's loving. You know, who's they not want a, a guy who, if, if some guy, uh, you know, uh, approaches them in a provoking way in a parking lot who's going to stand up but then goes home and pets the puppy and holds the right, child. because those are the moments that melt us when we see you holding a baby or, right. now, you know. Now, seeing a guy who wets his pants in the parking lot when he's provoked go home and hold the baby doesn't mean squat to a woman right. because he's just a wuss. Yeah. <laughs> So, it's not that I don't want to show compassion. I try to show compassion by doing things, doing nice things for women. And it seems like that's what makes them run away. No, it's not the things you're doing. It's the way you make them feel and the way they f expect they, they, they experience you feeling. Okay. All right. I Believe me, Jamie, I have a lot of years wrapped up in the same behavior. It uh, goes nowhere. And here's the situation, though, Jamie. Don't try to talk yourself uh, into being a different person or acting a different way. Women uh, see right through it. 
Here's what you should do if you want to attract women. A, uh, stop chasing after the women you've been chasing after because we all know your judgment sucks. And B, work on yourself. Don't work on acting. Just work on your life. And don't look at it as, a, as an acting role, but just look at it as I'm going to make more money. I'm going to do better. And not more money because chicks need money. Chicks don't need money. Chicks are attracted to money because the guys that make the money are guys that are taking care of business and they're attracted to guys who take care of business. Hence, they have money. Hence, stupid guys with no money say, oh, she's just dating him because he's got the bucks. I mean, you know, the guys in the world that are getting all the dates, uh, these uh, movie stars, these uh, these uh, tycoons, these captains of industry, it's not because they're throwing money at the chicks. It's because they have that sort of confidence and that sort of ability to go out and take care of business, and women are very attracted to that. Women love guys who are real into their own life and then take time out to be into their life for a little and while and then go back into their own life. They don't need anything. They aren't needy. Right. Thank you, Drew. Meanwhile. Brand new this week at PodcastOne.com, P.O.'d with Dennis Miller and Adam Carolla. Awesome! The king of all podcasts, Adam Carolla, joins forces with iconoclastic comic legend Dennis Miller. If you're asking me whose voice most closely mirrors what's in my head, it's this guy. Great guests, great topics, and new listeners always welcome. So get P.O.'d now. I, I mean, download the show now. Always available 24-7 at PodcastOne.com. That's PodcastONE.com. Late for that 10-second break, so we will be uh, back with you in a scant 10 seconds. This is Loveline on Radio Station. KROQFM, Pasadena, Los Angeles. The world-famous K-Rock. Yes, it is a love line. Young MC tomorrow night. Uh, then John uh, Legazama will be in here. And uh, Lamont Bentley from uh, Moesha will be here on uh, Wednesday. Nicest uh, guy in the world, this uh, Lamont Bentley. Remember him? I can't really remember him. He was in here was ooh, TV, about a year he? ago. Mm, I can't remember. But uh, I ran into him uh, during the morning show. Hey, he's just nuts. Oh, man. All over it. So uh, we'll have a uh, fun time with Lamont. And uh, I've never met John Legazamo, but I'm a fan of his work, so I'd like to uh, talk to him, too. Dustin, 18. Yeah, how's it going tonight? Good. Um, I got a question. Um, me and my girlfriend have been together for a few months now, and we're, we're real curious about anal sex. But uh, she's heard, um, she's worried about that uh, it can damage her body. Let, let, me, get, let me get some clarity here. Uh, we are really curious. Uh, we like uh, when the queen the says uh, we are we are not amused. Yeah, we, we're both curious. I don't. It's not like I want to take it. It's like she does, but she's worried that it can damage her. Mm-hmm. Now, who who brought the whole thing up? Uh, I guess I did. <laughs> Imagine that. Well, hold on a second. Let me reel. All right. Uh, true. You talk. I can't talk. I'm I'm shocked. I you know I think I read people. I think I know people, and uh, and I'm nothing. That's the point we're trying to make, Dustin, is that the reason she's telling you she's scared of doing it, she doesn't want to do it. And in fact, it it, it could be painful to her, and it's not something she particularly wishes to do. She's just trying to make you happy. Uh, we, we we talked about it. She she's interested. She wants to try it. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's worried about the like, like it could cause damage. Right. Uh, Dustin, why would somebody want to do something that they believe would hurt them or damage them? 
No, she's she just she has she wonders if that's true. That's true. It is true. It's possible. Well, it's not likely. It's not likely, but it certainly could hurt a lot. Where is she, Dustin? But he brought it up. No, we just um. I think when people got to figure out a new name for themselves. How you doing? All right, Nicole. Um, Nicole. Uh huh. Let's talk about the a hole. Uh huh. Dustin's been uh, bugging you about this for a while. Not bugging me. But he brought it up. No, we just um. Mm -hmm. We talked about it, and then I was like, "Well, I don't know if I'd want to try something because I've heard that it's damaging to your body." Then, mm -hmm. then Dustin's bugging you about it. No, he's not like bugging me at all. We just talked about it. Just talking. About so it'd be like uh, me saying to Drew, uh, uh, you know, uh, me and Drew were talking about eating Drano. <laughs> uh, but I heard it could hurt you. But yeah, hey, uh, it wasn't my idea. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was part of my idea. But I just, I just want to know more about it. Uh huh. Okay. So, Nicole Dustin has has been uh, eager to try this. Point. I okay. mean, it's not like pressure. Right, and like you'd that. like to, you wouldn't mind experimenting yourself. Um, as long as I know that in the end it wouldn't damage me. It will not, probably not damage you. There's a bunch. No, no, it probably will not damage you. Okay. Okay. Yeah. How old are you, Nicole? Eighteen. Mm-hmm. And you, so you've never done this before. No. And um, do you guys uh, use protection now when you have sex? Oh yeah. Has sex become that uh, uh, tiresome and tedious that you can't just get it on anymore at 18? Oh, God, no, not at all. It was just something we talked about, and mm. we were listening to the radio. Well, hey, let's call and just ask them and see what they have to say. It all wasn't right. like... Well, good. All right. We've something. sussed you guys out. Everything sounds uh, fairly healthy over here. Oh, yeah, completely. All right. Uh, it, there are some uh, some medical repercussions, yeah, but uh, uh, not necessarily. You not, uh, not put a on deal. a condom. Yeah, wear a condom. Use some lubrication. Use a lot of lubrication, and if it hurts, stop. Okay. Uh, and uh, you know there can be bleeding, there can be tearing, there can be things that happen, but they're not particularly likely. Okay. Uh, and uh, you know, obviously, uh, pain is there as the body's way of directing uh, you away from that behavior. So uh, listen to yourself, listen to your body. Okay. All right. All right. Put Dustin back on for a second. Okay. Here he is. Yes. All right. You owe us, Dustin. What? We, you owe us big time. Okay. We just gave uh, we just gave her the big brown light. Okay. She's um she's she's good to go. All righty. All right, Dustin. Wear a condom. Okay. Uh, be gentle. All right. Uh, are you are you the kind of man that could hurt a woman? I don't think so. Okay. All righty. Do you know what I'm talking about, Dustin? Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. All right, be good. All right, thanks a lot. All right. Well, another satisfied customer. That was easy. Karen. Hey. Hey, you're 23. How's it going? Good. Just want to say, um, I saw you at the Festival HF Festival. Oh, yes. And I almost died that I knew I was in the same building. <laughs> oh, it was that big a thrill for you? Oh, it was, absolutely. Okay. Karen, awesome. uh, we're sending out the, the uh, police. Yeah, well, you know, Drew, uh, 60,000 crazed fans can't be wrong. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they can. Drew's <laughs> jealous. I think he is. I, because he gets all the attention, you know. I do. That's uh, interesting. Who gets all the attention? Doctor Drew, but it's uh, not fair to you. I think Adam's jealous right now. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, didn't I get a good round of applause from the crowd when I came out? It's because you're sexy. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Well, I have a problem right now with you. All right. I don't agree with something you said. Uh, um, the I blacks or the Jews? <laughs> Shut up. I go to a junior college, 
And um, they are different in the East. Junior college is a different thing in the East than it is in the, in the West and Midwest. I'm telling you. I've told him this. He doesn't believe it. Well, let me explain something to him because he's kind of being an ass about it. Uh-huh. Um, well, he knows from whence he spo- speaks because he's been through that whole culture, at least out here. Well, he needs to come here and understand that it's different. Yeah, right. it's different. <laughs> it's like, I'm going back East so I can attend a junior college. Okay, well, look, you're just doing a radio show, so don't say anything. No. Okay. Oof. Oh, all right. She can get you back to carpet cleaning in no time. <laughs> Where are you? What are you doing? What have you parlayed your success at the junior college into? Well, I work full time and I put myself through college. I pay for it myself. And see, that's where that's what a lot of junior college is: is people helping people get ahead to the point where they exactly. can can get into a university. Or well, they can not grow their own pot. How big is your butt? But it's Adam, Adam has How said that. How big is my butt? Let me, no, yeah. no, no, that, no, no. He, he has said uh, on multiple occasions that they're probably, he will concede that there are two populations at junior colleges. One who are really very serious, and these are, these are the people that are so grateful to have education that they go on and on and on for higher degrees. And yes, the will. and then the sort of, let's call it the Corolla population. Well, you know. The Corolla, let's get the Corolla cohort. Yeah, the uh, Hesher contingent. <laughs> Well, my major is um, elementary education, but... Kind of funny you'd be taking elementary education at the college level, but go ahead. <laughs> Shut up. Go ahead, right, go ahead. Okay, listen. Yeah. Okay, my deal is this. I pay for it myself because that's the kind of person I am. I don't live off my father. You and pay I'm, for the junior college yourself? Yeah, I mean... It's huh, what is that, uh, 10 bucks a month? Um, $500 for two classes. Oh, really? You out of town? I live on the Eastern Shore. I know, but out here, if you live uh, in the same place that you go to the junior college, it's it's a lot cheaper for the units, unless you're out of town. Well, that, the, my, I have a very good school. It's a very good college. It's a very good junior college? Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, there's such a thing out there. It rocks. Yeah, okay. they, they feed a lot of the big institutions. Oh, the East. All right. <laughs> Can I explain, let me t- explain something to you real quick. What I kind know. of grades did you get in high school? Um, A's and B's. A's and B's. Mm-hmm. And you couldn't make it into regular college? I didn't want to. Oh, okay. Can afford it. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, you know, I'm paying for myself. Hey, your dad's got money, though, right? Yeah, but I can't get that. Yeah, why? You, you kind of. What's going on with you and your dad? Nothing. He's. You he's resent not... him. What? Why do you resent him? I don't. I love my dad. We're tight. You're tight, and he wouldn't pay for you to go to college. Well, it's my responsibility. I want to go to school, not him. <laughs> yeah, listen, uh, you want diapers when you're a kid. It's his responsibility. You're oh, hungry. Yeah. It's his responsibility. Most parents that have money and a kid who's getting A's and B's in high school will foot the bill for college. I live rent-free. Where do you live? At home. You, know, you live at home? Yeah. Ah, I knew it. See, that's what happens when you go to jail. Well, I mean, you're just mad because you don't have a good home life. I've created a utopia. I got a garage full of tools. I got a uh, bedroom full of porn, and it's all because okay. of the sweat of my brow. Why isn't your house finished then? Oh, don't don't wise uh, don't crack wise to me, Karen. Why isn't it finished? My house isn't finished because I don't uh, have the same standards that most people do when it comes to houses. No, oh, whatever. Let me finish. Just be quiet, okay? Oh boy. Okay, here's the deal. So I'm putting myself through college. So when you were talking the other night, okay, a lot of callers that call in are like losers. I understand that. She's like, she was pregnant and she was going to college. And I understand the whole remark about she's obviously not intelligent if she thinks being pregnant without a father's cool. I totally agree. But I go to junior college. I was vice president of the pep squad. I was in, this, in uh-huh. the theater class and was in the uh-huh. play, worked full time, went to school full time, and pulled a 3-5. Okay. Okay, so I'm very intelligent. But you, well, you keep telling, you keep saying that. Sounds... I just want you to understand that junior college is okay. It's okay for people that actually care. 
All right. Well, listen, it's a little different over there on the East Coast than it, here, it is here on the West Coast. Out here, it's, it's about playing hacky sack. It's a co-ed softball, a sandal making, and I believe there's even a um, courses on hydroponic uh, pot farming. It's different. Yeah. A lot of losers going to junior college out here. Over there, uh, there are two. I still do not uh, trust this girl because uh, she got such great grades in uh, high school and her dad's made of money. There's something going on there. Uh, of course, there's yeah. something going on there. She didn't have to go to junior college. Sharon. Yes. You're 25. Yes. What's happening? Oh, you don't want to know. <laughs> no. All righty. Let's move on to the next call. <laughs> You've had 18. Um, hi. Okay. I have, like, a problem. Okay. Wow. I didn't think I'd be like... Okay. I kind of like this guy, but I really don't. Hold on. I'm reading Sharon's problem now, and I do want to know. So, uh, hang on there, Sharon. We'll get back to you. All right, Yvette, you're 18. Okay. Um, there's this guy, and I really... I do like him and everything, but, like, mostly the reason why I like him is because... I've I've got to, like, know his family. And, like, he has a little one-year-old daughter because he just got divorced. Oh, yeah. And, um, and I really, really like his daughter. And I, I mean, I want to be with him because I like him and everything, but I really want to be his daughter's mom. Mm. That sounds healthy. How old is he? He's 23. 23. He's divorced with a kid. Mm-hmm. Where is the mom of the child? She left. She didn't want to be with her. Why? I don't know. Something like that happened to you? Hmm? Did anything like that ever happen to you? Oh, I got a divorce before. Oh, you did? Yeah, I was married when I was 15. Oh. No. <laughs> you want to try to win that buck back, bro? Or? <laughs> but uh, were you, what, what about, how were you raised? Were um, you both your parents around? Yeah, they're around. They, I was physically abused, and yeah. I kind of still am. Yeah. Uh, who's kind of still physically abusing you? My father. Oh, that's lovely. You see, the, the instinct is, then I'm going to save this child from similar mm. perpetrations. I'm going to rescue this child. Now well, no, be my I salvation. Mean, I would never abuse my kids. That's the point, though, is that you're going to save yourself by saving this child. And mm -hmm. uh, that's not a good instinct. It's not a good instinct. Uh, you got married at 15. Oh, it was a arranged forced marriage. Uh, what's your nationality? I'm Arabic. Really? Wow. Wow. And uh, if anybody wants to argue about abusing, hitting kids, what happens? Just please. Um. Hmm? Okay. Let, let me just ask some pertinent questions here. How old was the guy you had the arranged marriage to? Uh, twenty-four. Uh, so he was twenty-four when you were fifteen. Yeah. In what country were you in at this time? Uh, I wasn't in America when I got married. You weren't in America? No. Where were you? Uh, what country were you? Let me ask the question again. Okay, I was... Uh, what country were you in when you got married? I just told you I was in Jordan. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I heard, heard you say I, it wasn't... I thought I heard you say you weren't in America. <laughs> I said that too. Oh, okay. Uh, every, oh. <laughs> you know, you know, Yvette, I ask questions, um, I, I really talk to a lot of listeners like I'm talking to the dog. <laughs> Sit, 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 no, no, sit, okay, okay, no, don't throw up, no, outside, no, and I talk that way intentionally because I realize it's um, easily confused, 
and uh, and or they're easily confused. So that's why I put these things out very clearly. What country were you in when you were married? Okay. But uh, still come back with uh, wasn't the United States. Okay. All right. So you're in Jordan. Yeah. And where's the your ex-husband? Is he still there? No, he's in Italy. And uh, why didn't things work out? Was he an abuser as well? Uh, he kind of called me some bad things in Italian because he didn't think I understood him. And he always used to, like, mentally abuse me. And who mm -hmm. came to your rescue? Uh, how were you able to undo that situation? Um, I tried to kill myself, and so my parents let me get a divorce. Uh. And where are you living now? Uh, With my parents again. What, uh, wh where's that? In Michigan. <sighs> what a life. I mean, you're, you're 18 years old. When I was 18, I was like, uh, I live in North Hollywood. Uh, one day I hope to go to Van Nuys. <laughs> <laughs> and I just got a divorce like three months ago. Okay. So, y Yvette, mm -hmm. you've, had, uh, you've had some tough things happen to you. Yep. And uh, you've had a pretty difficult life. You're still in one piece at 18, which is nice. And... What I can, as far as I can tell, you're heading right back into something that could be a little difficult again. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, here's what our suggestion would be. You take a little time out for yourself. A long time out. Uh, well, a little time, like... Ten years. Nine years. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, do you understand? You're, first off, you're going after a guy who's uh, got a kid and been divorced uh, almost as fast as you've been. I, and she's I, not into the guy. Well, can you imagine, though? Can you imagine you got an 18-year-old and a 22- or 23-year-old getting married, uh, both on the second marriage? <laughs> How bizarre is it to have a, uh, both, both people having a marriage under their belt when they're barely old enough to drink? And let, me, let me give this. I've not made this point this clearly before, and I was thinking about this the other day, and, and the, the, I want you to hear this, Yvette. Mm -hmm. That is that when the parenting you want to do is a reaction or a compensation for the bad parenting or the inadequacies of parenting that you received, mm -hmm. that's more bad parenting. It's a different kind of bad parenting. It's not as egregious as the kind of parenting you receive, but you're going to create a dysfunctional child just as surely. All right. I, ever said, I haven't ever said that that <clears throat> clearly, have I? No, that was real succinct, even though uh, no one got it anyway. Can you take it away from blah, 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 blah for me? Do not try to make up for your own crappy childhood by saving the childhood of another. Because you'll, you'll screw that one up, too. Well, you are the product of the crappy childhood. And as much as you swear you're not going to make the same mistakes uh, that were made on you when you are a kid, you'll make different mistakes. Uh, they'll be just as damaging in their own little way. Right. Absolutely. That's it. Right. It's, 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 like, it's like anything. It's like uh, I don't want a mechanic working on my car that uh, had, uh, you know, had suffered a horrible mechanical abuse <laughs> on his behalf, and now he's going to make it all up with my car. This, guy, this guy's meaning he's not qualified. Right. Just because your instructor at mechanic school uh, beat you and yelled at you and you're enthusiastic as hell doesn't mean you're going to make it up now uh all in one fell swoop you gotta you gotta take some time all right that's a horrible analogy <laughs> horrible well, jesus christ <laughs> that was your worst all right, all right you allowed one hideous one that was it i know i know i tried to save it with the mechanic school thing <laughs> all right but let me tell you guys something about my analogies you know people go uh use that analogy again or use this one again uh you don't remember them 
as God is my witness, Drew, have you ever seen me write anything down? No. Have, you, have I ever read anything? No. Nope. Have I ever... Uh, yes, yes, the lat test, gat test. You wrote those things down. In this context, no, bro. nothing like this. Have I ever uh, summoned up some uh, some analogy from a year ago and used it again? Uh, whenever anyone around you summons up al- analogies like that, you dismiss them. You won't reuse them. I won't reuse them. Yeah. Right? Have you ever thought of me uh, seeing me contemplating uh, an analogy before the show began? No. Okay. Thank you for that. So now you're excused for coming up with just a pathetic... Uh, I'm allowed to do that once in a while. Anyway, I think I stated what you had to say clearly. Yvette, do not get involved. You're 18, be a kid. You didn't have a chance to be a kid when you're 15. There was an arranged marriage. Uh, Oh, uh, that's a lovely culture they got going over there in Jordan. And uh, be a kid now. uh, uh, We're going to break. Well, let me talk to Sharon. Sharon? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, you're 25. Yeah, 25 and married. Okay, and you got yourself involved in a cyber sex uh, type of relationship? Yeah, and my cell phone's about to die here, so I'm going to talk fast. No, oh, for Christ's sake. <laughs> I'm driving home, man. Okay, baby, what is it? Okay, I got involved in this little online, mm-hmm. and it came down to basically cyber sex or exchanging a lot of very graphic material, whatever you call it. Uh, I don't know if I should tell my husband or not, and I'm guiltier than hell. Uh-huh. Is, is the relationship over with the cyber sex guy? Oh, yeah. It was a one-time thing. All right. Don't tell your husband. Don't tell him. Here's what you do. Don't tell your husband, but have the respect not to do it again. Yeah, you only, you're only would be telling him to relieve your own guilt. Not to help him in any way. No, if she was telling him, it's to tell... The reason she would tell him is... I got rid of Sharon because her cell phone's cut now. But here's the deal. Sharon got involved with some other guy at age 25. So I'm guessing, well, with our listeners, she could have been married for 14 years (laughs) by now. But I'm guessing Sharon has been married just a couple of years. Already she's engaging in cyber sex on the computer with another guy. Why? I'll tell you why. Because her husband's a little neglectful. Yeah. He's not appreciating her the way she should or she feels she should be appreciated. Uh, She had a kid a year and a half ago and is not back in shape yet. And he's not looking at her physically like he once looked at her. So now she's straying over to the thing. Now she has this cyber sex relationship. She ends the cyber sex relationship because it was only there to break the news to hubby in the first place. Put him on notice. Now she feels guilty. No, she doesn't feel guilty. She feels angry. And she wants to tell the hubby because instead of going to hubby and saying, uh, listen, you're not paying attention to me. You're not making me feel beautiful anymore. She's going to go to him and say, uh, I've been screwing around with this guy on the computer. I'm really sorry. And what, he's, what she's really saying is it's payback time. You neglected me for the last two years. You drove me to the computer. Now I've been on it. You've been put on notice. Stop me uh, before I talk about humping again. <laughs> okay. You're, Am I right, Drew? You're right. Thank you. John, the voice is... You is with the uh, boss tones in the background. Oh, I miss those guys. It's, it's funny. Uh, it's like uh, we should play a game. Uh, name that liner. <laughs> this is uh, this is Ken, Chris, and Jay. And I was thinking, what band? <laughs> 
But we know the bands by the bands, not by uh, yeah. people that are in. All, yeah, right. Right. Uh, all right. Phone number, 1-800-LOVE-191. I'm Adam Carolla. He be Dr. Drew. And uh, we're talking to um, Porn. Hey. Hey, the uh, 16-year-old. That's yeah, your name? How you doing? That's really your name? Yeah, that's really my name. What's the heritage of that name? Excuse me? I'm just trying to figure out the historical context of that name. It's um, Cambodian. Cambodian. Oh, mm -hmm. Interesting. Okay. Wow. That's got to be good. <laughs> Hello? Yeah, I just switched phones because uh, okay. they got at me because I was on a portable. Do you have like a, a sister named Vag or something? No, I don't. No. No. A Volva? What's, no. What's going on? All right. Well, um, I have a crush on this older guy. How old is he? I still can't get over someone named Porn. How old is he? Hey, Porn. Porn. I, I understand the whole cultural thing. Uh, do, do people screw with you, though? They make fun of you? or Your name? Yes, they call me porno. <laughs> and it's like, you know, but other than that, it's not really that bad. All right, but, you know, with a name like porn, you got to put out. Yeah, oh, come on. Let's hear what her problem is. Guy goes out on a date with a chick named porn, doesn't get any. He's got to take a ransom. Yeah. You can get anything off porn? Oh, boy. All right. I'm sorry, porn. Go ahead. Okay. Well, um, I have this crush on this guy, and he's 21 years old, mm -hmm. and he asked me and my sister to uh, pleasure him orally. Well, he and your sister? Yeah. Or you and your sister? Oh, he's mm -hmm. a class act. Let's get oh, okay. Yeah. And um, mm -hmm. so, like... Well, I can see why you like him. I, well, I don't like him that much. Yeah, but here's a guy who wants to keep the family together. Um, uh, let's all congregate on my penis, uh, ladies. So we say noon uh, Sunday, we'll all meet here uh, at my penis. Do you understand this man is a uh, predator and a scumbag? Put um, that on a card. Yeah, but see, um, I, I don't know what to do because like, I, I, I kind of want to do it, but not so much. Sure. You know, cause oh. I'm thinking, you know, this guy could be some sort of weirdo or something because yeah. I don't know him that well. He is well, well, hold on. Porn, let's not be judgmental. This twenty-one-year-old uh, guy wants you. How old's your sister? Nine. No, she's eighteen. Oh, eighteen. Yeah. Well, he wants you and your eighteen-year-old sister to oral him. Uh, oral him. <laughs> See, I'm a little flustered. Drew, thinking about this. This is uh, this is uh, like kryptonite to Superman for me. The uh, double oral thing. Uh, he wants you and your sister to pleasure him orally. Yeah. Uh, simultaneously. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't. Have a problem uh, sharing the same penis with your sister? Uh, not that much, but you know, I'm I'm thinking about it. I don't think that much, but when it, if it were if I were to actually go through with it, I think I might. Mm -hmm. see, I don't want. I used to, to fight it. with my sister over penis all the time. She'd be playing with the penis and then set it down, and I'd come up and pick up the penis, and then she'd want it back. Really? Oh yes. That, that's great. Okay, but um, yeah, and my sister wants to like do it bad. Like, desperately. Oh, my God. And she wants you Can imagine living next door to these two? Yeah. You just put your penis right through the mail slot. Oh, boy. Hey, we'll do you guys anytime. What, what's What's that? going on with you guys? Uh, I think we might want to... <laughs> I kind of want to gamble. And was I right about the name porn, though? Yeah. Oh, my God. What is your sister's name? Alayli. Alayli. Okay. There's, uh, there's no comedy porn name uh, for that. Hey, uh, porn? Yeah. Now, what's up with you that you would even entertain this thought? And how does a guy, by the way, just come up and ask this? Well, he, does, he didn't just come up and ask me. He's my friend's stepbrother. Oh, I so, see. So, like, you know, okay. if, I, if I say no, I go to her house all the time, you know. I'd see him, and I feel, like, totally uncomfortable. 
I don't know if she doesn't know about it. I don't know if I should tell her or say, like, you know. Right, he didn't just come up and ask, though. He's your friend's stepbrother. Yeah. When he oh. just came up and asked. Well, by law, then, uh, you need to perform oral sex on it. Actually, I've just checked the bylaws here. Your dad needs to get in on this, too. Well, how did he ask you, porn? Well, you know, me and my friend were sitting down watching TV, and then, no, we weren't watching porn. And then, so she went to go get something to drink, and he came by and said, hey. And I'm like, what? He said, well, will you do me a favor? I'm like, I don't know. It depends what it is. He says, I want you and your sister to do me. I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, do me orally. I'm like, oh, God. And uh, Let me cut you off here for a second, porn, because uh, you know how uh, upset I get when the listeners don't listen. Uh, but didn't I say about 30 seconds ago... How did this guy just come up and ask you to give him oral pleasure? And you said, okay. uh, I quote, he didn't come up and ask me. He is my friend's stepbrother. I thought you meant, like, just approach me, like, you know, like a total stranger type thing. Well, I figured maybe you knew the guy's name before he asked you for the blowjob. Otherwise, you really got troubles. Hey, there are some sickos out here, man. Yeah, yeah, all right. Yeah. And I, I, I get the feeling that if a guy just wandered in off the street and asked porn uh, for, for, for a BJ from her and her sister, she would actually entertain it for a while. Where are your parents? Um, well, they, like, kind of died. Are you, uh, what's the deal here? What's happened? Excuse me? What, what are you, where, how are you being taken care of? Well, um, I'm living with my sister. Your sister's 18? Yeah. And when did you come to this country? Oh, I was born here. You're I was named after my mom's friend. And wh what happened to your parents? They got in a car accident and died. How long ago was that? Like maybe a couple months ago. Oh, my God. And your sister's supporting you guys? Yeah. What does she do? What does she do? How does she support you? Well, let me ask that again. What does she do? She works at a record store. Mm-hmm. How do you guys support? Uh, that is not enough to support two people. <laughs> is she huh? in a band or does she just work at a record store? No, see, she, um, her living boyfriend, like, you know, kind of supports me, too. Oh and so, God. yeah. Well, uh, uh, guess what? He may be wanting a little payback uh, on that support. I'm guessing porn coming up. Has he ever approached you? No, he hasn't. Okay. Give him, give him another week. Uh, porn. And, by the way, your sister who has this living boyfriend is also contemplating uh, straying with this other wacko. Yeah, I know. I don't know what her problem is. She has a boyfriend, but she really wants yeah, to Yeah, but both it. you guys have had a huge loss. I mean, don't, don't you... I mean, how are you dealing with this? I mean, don't... don't. I mean... It, your parents died a couple... Uh, they're... they're, they're their bodies are still warm in the grave, and you're uh, you're, you're going to uh, well, don't, desecrate don't, their memory don't, don't by beat on her that way. Don't well, mean. I mean, come on. How long ago did your parents died? A couple months ago. Yes. And this isn't horribly upsetting to you. Yeah, it is. It, it, but this is part of the deal. This is, this is what the behavior is about, Adam. Oh, it is. Yeah. You think so? Oh yeah. Yeah. Do you think you're in uh, some form of shock over what happened to your parents, born? I don't know. Maybe. You know. Did you did you feel sad over this? Did you just yeah. go on? What? Yeah. Did you get along with your parents? Were they good to you? Yeah, they were like you know like the best parents. You know they like you know. Yeah, this was just spank me or anything. And know? what happened? You were just going. They were just driving home one day. Yeah. See, they were driving. They were driving home from um, Fresno one day when they were visiting my aunt. And well, you know, this guy he was like drunk or something, and he just hit him. Oh God. All right, so, porn. Porn, do you have any other family around, any, any extended family, anything like that that you could call upon? Um, my aunt, aunt, maybe. Why don't you get 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 your aunts and uncles, people around who are adults, to try to support you through this? Because you're going to make some bad choices. Uh, really, 
in a response to dealing with this tremendous loss mm -hmm. that are going to affect the rest of your life. And and don't let this just uh, this horrible tragedy take you down too. Uh, you know, and, and this I suspect is not the most egregious bad choice she's going to make. Frankly, you know what I'm saying? This yeah, is the beginning of maybe. some bad choices. Born. Yes. The was your sister living out of the house with her boyfriend before your parents passed away? She had just moved out like one week earlier. Mm -hmm. How old's her boyfriend? Her 20. boyfriend is twenty. Okay. Yeah, it's a little suspicious. A little something <laughs> suspicious there. But um, porn. Yes. How many guys you slept with? Any. Okay, then good. Keep it that way for a while. Out of respect uh, for your parents. Okay. All right, just give it a little time. Here's what Drew's saying. Mm -hmm. This is a very tough situation you're in, and you wouldn't want to have to make uh, important decisions uh, this close to this kind of tragedy. So just take a little time you, off. You won't make good decisions. You think things that will feel right will be wrong. Uh, yeah, and the guy is, uh, here's the guy's tact. Um, Hey, uh, this chick and her sister, uh, their folks just kicked off in a car crash. Uh, yeah. Maybe I can get a Hummer yeah. out oh, of the cool. deal. No parents. Yeah. Jeez, I, I wish I would have banged them at the funeral. You know, when they're really grieving. You know, perhaps when they were uh, bent over uh, at throwing uh, rose petals onto the grave, I could have nailed one of them then. But don't, it's not just that they're grieving and vulnerable. It's that no parents to come after me. Yeah, this yeah. is cool. All right, so what I'll do is I'll get my oral pleasure uh, while they're still uh, a little confused and grieving. Oh, this is great. <laughs> this guy. Can you imagine this guy? This guy. This, uh, send your team out, will you? Uh, airstrike. I am calling a, an airstrike in on this guy. I, I got to get the coordinates uh, just right. As a matter of fact, uh, I'm not even going to, it's not even going to be a smart bomb. I'm, I'm taking out the whole neighborhood. Sometimes this is what happens. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. And sometimes to kill a roach, uh, you, you end up breaking a vase or two. But it's all right. You got the critter. This son of a bitch. I mean, this guy is 21 years old. He walks in on a 16-year-old uh, whose parents both uh, just died tragically in a car crash uh, probably weeks earlier. And uh, wants a little oral pleasure. That's what, yeah. Imagine his head. It's what she wants to do. It'll make her feel better. Yeah, let her uh, let her work out her grief yeah. uh, via my penis. Oh, oh and this porn is uh, thinking about it, and her and her saying, "What the hell is going on?" Well, Not to mention pe people's inability to answer straightforward questions anymore. It's completely, uh, completely out the window. Just completely. Yeah. Uh, is it just tonight, or is it is it go on this way it, every it, night? It goes people mostly. have lost all will to communicate. Well, not, not to communicate truthfully and directly, right? How do you say, this wasn't this call, I know this is other call, but how do you say to someone, what country were you married in? <laughs> in what universe do you respond with, not in this country? The, I mean, the whole, the whole reason someone is asking that is because they're assuming it was in another country. That's not anything compared to the, the, the uh, caller who, when I asked, when he described how he was... Uh, taking something and making some crazy actions and I asked well what state were you in when this happened and he answered California <laughs> everybody's a comedian alright uh, Drew and I are going to collect ourselves and we'll be back I don't think they're aware how after tonight I, I say we need to um, forcefully reinstate the huh and repeat the question uh, 
hang-up procedure. Okay. Okay, so uh, we'll uh, demonstrate uh, how that works. <clears throat> uh, would you like to be the, uh, questionnaire? Be the questionnaire? Did uh, Did your stepfather hit you? Huh? Did your stepfather hit you? My stepfather? Did your stepfather hit you? Did my stepfather hit me? Can we have a dial tone, please? <laughs> that will then, uh, that will get you the hang-up. Uh, here's, uh, here's the correct response. Did your stepfather hit you? No, he never struck me. Did your father hit you? Yes, he beat on me like a snare drum. Okay. Uh, okay? Yeah. That's how it works. You need necessarily respond with those words, but you need to respond with that. That's sort clarity. of clarity. Direct clarity, yes. Aaron, 19. Hi. Hi. Um, I have a question for Dr. Drew. Yes, ma'am. Um, well, actually, first off, I'd like to apologize for all the ridiculous callers that have been calling in this oh, evening. Please um, try to use recalculus. Uh, I'm sorry, responsibility for all of them. Isn't that nice? Yes. Um, I've heard you say many times that uh, first trimester bleeding is very common. Common, but uh, potentially a serious issue. Uh, why is that? It can mean one of many things. Uh, one, uh, it could mean a threatened abortion. It could be about to be a miscarriage. Okay. It could mean uh, placenta previa, that the placenta is over the, cervic the cervical os. More, most commonly, the, one of the things you worry, two most common things you'd worry about is, one, that this is an ectopic or tubal pregnancy. Okay. Which, uh, if that's the case, you usually get some abdominal pain, though not necessarily, and the tube can rupture and you can bleed to death in a few minutes. Because the baby outgrows the tube? The tube. The tube just rips open. Oh my God! Yeah. And uh, or oh, it, could you imagine? Or it could be a, a termination, a, 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 a some sort of genetic error in the in the process of development, and this is just not going to be a, a pregnancy that's going to make it, which is very common. Right. But if you are pregnant and you and you get bleeding, it's time to see a doctor immediately. Well, I don't think that I'm pregnant. Okay, the, the deal is that I had sex for the first time very recently, um, like a month and a half ago, mm -hmm. and I had my first period, but it was weird. Um, like it wasn't, it was short mm -hmm. and how long after the, preg the, uh, intercourse, um, like a week. Yeah. That can happen. And, um, was that your normal timing for a period? Yeah, it was yeah. on time, right. but, um, I haven't had one yet like this month right. and I go, go get a pregnancy test. I, I knew you were going to say that. I just wanted yeah. to know like, and, and that's, a, you know, exactly that, what I'm going to do. Bleeding at that stage of the game doesn't necessarily have the same implications uh, as what I had mentioned to you. Okay. But uh, if you know, you should. It still should hasten your your uh, arrival at the doctor's office. Right. Oh no, I understand that. Yeah. Who are you having sex with, Aaron? Um, it was actually no, it was no, very weird because so. my whole life I was very like gonna wait till marriage, find the right person, la la la, mm. and then just completely randomly, I happened to. Um, you okay with that? Am I okay with it? Yeah. No, I feel stupid now, but that's you know that's my fault. And that's the way it happened. Are you seeing the guy? No, he has a girlfriend, actually. I mean, oh I feel like a complete slut. You know, don't get me wrong. Eh, you've only been with one guy and you're 19. Yeah. All right, you're <laughs> Oh, I, you're I know fine. that. But, like, I talked to his, I met his girlfriend, like, a week later, and Ooh. she was crying to me about how she's in love with him, and I felt did, horrible. Did she you know? know? Did she know he'd been with someone else? No. Oh, boy. Uh, was she uh, saying that she thought he may have been with someone else? Oh, no. Uh -oh. She has no clue. Why was she crying? Well, because he um, he hadn't called her like in two days, and she was worried about him because oh, he's a very boy. sporadic. Yeah, but individual. she needs to realize what he is. Pardon me. She needs to realize what he's all about. Well, I everybody knows that he's a player. He know, she knows that he's a player. Mm. Well, what uh, what attracted you uh, to this guy? Well, I met him like 
a couple of months ago, like um, no, not, like six months ago or something, and I hadn't seen him in a really long time, and he was over at my uh, my neighbor's house, and so I stopped in to say hello, and he was saying that like, oh, he was really tired, and but he didn't feel like driving home, blah, blah, blah. And I live two doors down. I always offer, you know, like, hey, if you want to stay at my house, I offer it to all of my friends, you know, if you want to stay at my house, that's fine if, you don't, if you're too tired to drive. So he spent the night and... Um, was this at like 8.30 at night? <laughs> pardon me? <laughs> well, was it still light out, outside? No, no, it was like 4 in the morning. Oh, okay. And um, he spent the night and we just went to sleep. You know, everything was fine. But um, the next day I was really, really, really tired and I called out to work. I called out sick. And... Um, it just kind of... Oh, really? Waited until the next morning. Yeah. See, I didn't even expect anything to happen, you know? Did you guys sleep in the same bed? Yeah. Oh, well. Oh. Well, no, 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 no. It's not... I mean, like, it's... It's a large bed? It's huge. Oh, okay. I have well, a California so. King water bed. Like, it's... Oh, well, it's a big water bed. Who would have, who would have suspected that no, this young I, player not, would come over and want I'm some sex? I'm not like that at all. Like, that's, that's why I didn't expect anything. Well, yeah, but you're not, huh? <laughs> <laughs> but now you are. No, that's amusing, really. But, um... Well, I, but you know the guy's a player. Right. And you invite him to sleep over in your uh, California King water bed. <laughs> it's not... I, I know it sounds horrible. It's not really... No, it's not horrible. I'm just saying... Uh, let, let's Let's be realistic. <laughs> Whether you want to take uh, be accountable for your plan or not you had a plan i did not have a plan not uh, a conscious plan all right not that you're aware of but i i it does not take uh mr freud oh, to I'm figure sorry. out you're that, right i'm wrong okay well listen when you when you tell a guy the to come in, the, in the pudding Aaron. come sleep over in my waterbed with me it, it and the guy is a player and you're attracted to the guy well and you call in sick the following morning. I called in sick because I hadn't slept. Like, I was just very, very, very... I, I understand. We understand that. But, but, and but, all but, I'm saying is that I didn't have a plan in mind. You, you I don't set know yourself, you some, When you set yourself up, it's not because you consciously, uh, you know, imagine what you're going to do. You, you set yourself up. You just did. Right, I'm I mean. just trying to tell Aaron. Uh, Aaron, you're not a slut. You're not dirty. You're 19. You had sex with a guy. No big deal. Everyone's yeah. done it. You'll be fine. I would just like people to be a little more responsible and a little, um, a little more. Uh, there, everyone is reacting. Everyone, people are victims of their own reality. Yeah. I mean, people actually do things, and then uh, it, it, it's like there's you, uh, there's another person, <laughs> and somehow you weren't involved. Right. Right. And you're sitting back and commenting on yourself as if you're watching a movie or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, uh, I, I offered to uh, let the guy sleep over. Uh, I put him in my waterbed with me. Uh, the guy's, uh, I'm attracted to the guy, and the guy's a known player. But I had no idea that anything was going to go on. I had no intention of this. I was going to save myself until marriage, and boom, all of a sudden, we're having sex. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, I mean, think about that. How, how much denial do you have to get into? Yeah. Here's all I'm saying. Other things will happen, so yeah. it's it's best. How do you learn from something if you don't admit what you've done? Or, yeah, try to well, understand. Well, what, what is you've done. what? What should she learn from this? She didn't do anything wrong. She boom, sex was upon her. Sex just happened. Pow, penis in the vagina. What are you gonna do, Drew? Nothing. Nothing to do. It's what happens. I guess if it were to happen again, it would be not her oh, fault. I'd be pissed off if I were her. 
I, I went home, went to bed. Uh, hey, there's this uh, gay neighbor who'd been eyeballing me for a couple of months. I invited him to sleep over because his house is being fumigated, and pow, there's a penis in my ass. What am I going to do? What's the lesson here? All right, Drew. Uh, Engineer Mike, put that on a cart, please. Megan. Hello? <laughs> You're uh, <laughs> Could you play it back for us? Like we already it. hadn't thought of that <laughs> the minute it came out. I want to hear it right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like that's not going to haunt me. I will have to, uh, I'll have to uh, speak in French from this day forth in order for it not to haunt me. Megan, you're 14. Hi. Hey, finally some, uh, some laughter at my expense. <laughs> What's happening, sweetie? Um, well, I'm 14, and I've had, like, a lot of boyfriends, like, 16 or 17. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. And, um, I just re- I haven't had a boyfriend since, like, Easter. And um, mm. I feel really, I'm really depressed about it. I've, I've been, I'm like, really bad, you know? Mm-hmm. You can't be alone. Yeah. Cannot be alone. I feel like, I feel... 16, and, uh, have you had sex yet? No. No. Good. Don't so. do that. Don't what have you been doing with these uh, 16 boyfriends? How, uh, Distracting yourself. Huh? Hold on. Uh, what have you been doing physically? Um, a little bit. Not much, though. Kissing? Yeah. A little, uh, you let them touch your boobs, maybe? Um, sometimes. Sometimes. All right. Oh, she let like nine of them do that. <laughs> 16. How do you collect uh, 16 boyfriends by the age of 14? I don't know. Well, I went to Canada and then I had like five boyfriends there and then I, I don't know. Okay. I so uh, you're real uncomfortable when you're alone. Yeah. All right. Because there's something about you that you're not, you don't like that much, right? Uh-uh. Right. Yeah. What's that about? I don't know. Well... <clears throat> uh, do you not feel so good about yourself? Um, not really. You get depressed? Yeah, I'm yeah. depressed all the time. Yeah, there's a way of trying to compensate for that. Distraction. Yeah. That's how I was. Feel better. Except for I couldn't get, <laughs> I couldn't get any girlfriends. I just sat home and was miserable the whole time. <laughs> for Christ's sake, I'm 33. I haven't had 16 girlfriends. Uh, Megan, hmm? are you are you attractive? Um, I guess. Easy for you to get boyfriends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that becomes sort of a crutch for you. Mm-hmm. I mean, you you use that. It's easy. Yeah. You'd probably be better off uh, being a little uglier so you wouldn't be able to fall back on this so easily. <laughs> you have to challenge yourself a little bit, you know? Uh-huh. I mean, you can't just take the easy, uh, the path of least resistance every time, as Drew would say. And, and realize that when you're feeling bad like that, it's not necessarily a bad thing. I mean, it's time to to try to explore those feelings a little bit, see where they're coming from, and try to make changes that are more genuine rather than patching things up with another guy. Mm. It's a bad bad precedent that you'll keep just patching and patching and patching and never really fix the uh, hull. Uh, we're running late for break, but I would uh, love to know what the hell uh, happened to Megan that uh, made her so uncomfortable alone. All right, Megan, uh, you understand what's going on or you wouldn't have called? Good, that's the first step. See if you can slow down a little. See if we can have... 11 boyfriends in the next six months. I don't go in for these backdoor shenanigans. Night. Uh, that's for sure. Drew is gone. His kids have ear infections. Too much time in the pool today, so he's uh, scoring some antibiotics and uh, is on the way. Oh, no greater former than an, uh, former. No greater form of uh, torture than an earache. All right, I'm done making ass of myself tonight. Uh, 
Engineer Mike, you don't want to, uh, you're going to save that little gem for tomorrow night, perhaps? Thank you. I appreciate that. So until next time, this is Adam Corolla for Dr. Drew saying mahalo. Pow, there's a penis in my ass. This has been Loveline. The opinions expressed herein are certainly opinions. That's for sure. If you'd like a written transcript of today's program, you probably should have written it down yourself. And if you did, we'd like a copy. Loveline producer Ann Wilkins. This broadcast was copyright 1997 Westwood One Entertainment. This music is MXPX on Tooth and Nail Records. Sit, Obo. Obo, stop dragging your butt across the carpet. This concludes another PodcastOne.com program. When you're ready to buy a car, you got to go True Car because True Car is changing car buying forever. Yes, True Car helps car buyers get rid of the fear that they might overpay. Everyday True Car users receive negotiation free guaranteed savings, and True Car users save an average of $3,221 off of MSRP. When you're ready to buy a car, just follow these three easy steps. Dr. Drew? First, download the True Car mobile app or go to TrueCar.com to find out what others paid for the car you want. Then, second, register to see upfront pricing information and lock in your savings. Yes. And third? Third, it's simple. Take your guaranteed savings certificate to the True Car certified dealer for a better, hassle-free car buying experience. Some features not available in all states with True Car you can save time, save money, and never, ever overpay. To see how much you can save on the car you want, simply download the TrueCar mobile app or visit TrueCar.com today. That's TrueCar.com.